This episode of Sorry Right Number is sponsored by Yummy Yeti. That's Y-U-M-M-I-Y-E-T-T-I. If you're a snack fiend and you love snacks, check out YummyYeti.com. Snack locally. Damon. And I am Audra. And we are Sorry Right Number. (laughs) (laughs) Today's episode is Season 3, Episode 14, My Ghost Rider, The Vampire. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Hack horror writer Peter Pretense, uh, get it, receives an offer from Vampire Count Jeffrey Draco, 900 years of authentic vampire stories to use as material in exchange for sanctuary in Peter's home. This is so stupid. Oh, dude, like this he's a shitty dumb. writer and he's just, yeah. This is whole premise is stupid. Stupid. It's if, like, it did, when, hey, wait, now I gotta look up when Interview with a Vampire came out. Because I uh, bet you they were trying to. The book didn't come out. I don't know when the book came out. The movie didn't come out till 92. Yeah, well, the book was out... Or 90, 92. Yeah, 92 or 93. I don't know when the book came out. I want to say the book came out in the early 80s. Or maybe even the late 70s. No, I'd say the early 80s. Yeah, I, I'm looking it up. But the fact is, is he, they're trying to... Yeah, they're trying to get that whole Anne Rice concept of, you know, interview with the vampire... Right, and they're they're recycling that. Well, it's so dumb. It opens up. The guy, he's a hack writer, Jeffrey. Or, I'm sorry, seventy six, by the way. Okay, so it was the seventies. I yep. thought it was. I thought it might have been the seventies because when the movie was first going to come out, mm-hmm. Anne Rice wanted. Uh, she ended up saying she liked uh, Tom Cruise's Lestat, mm-hmm. but initially they wanted. Um, uh, John Malkovich to play the start. That would have been interesting. Well, you know, in the late seventies. Yeah. John Malkovich was, probably would have yep. fit the bill. Um, but this didn't. This was silly. So Peter Pretense is a uh, he's a writer, and he has like this. Uh, this silly girl, uh, Jane, who's like a... assistant. She's like, she's more of an assistant. She's more like a uh, consultant. Basically, she bounces ideas off of him. And then he takes those ideas and makes a story in it. 
and uh, you don't really get into who's more important if she's has an ins, uh, inflated self-worth or he's actually stealing her ideas you don't really know uh, but um, she takes off and says he's a hack yeah she's like yeah we you know you need to he's complaining that she's telling him something and uh, and no she's complaining that what he's writing because she had to read something he had wrote and he's complaining that this is uh, or she's complaining that it's very similar to the last thing they did right and he's like well you're not giving me good stories and you know so she leaves in a huff and then a bat flies into his house his apartment poof and it's and it's so silly. I, I hate. I get this is. I don't know if this was really played for comedy, but it was. I hate when, and this is such a nitpick. It's is this really a nitpick? But like when, a, like when someone turns into a werewolf, or someone turns into like a bat or something, their clothes like leave their body. Mm-hmm. And then when they turn back, their clothes are back on. Yeah. It's like, how does that work? Right. And it would make sense if you know, you, you shred your clothes because it just, that makes sense. It's organic. But then poof, you're naked. Yeah. But at the very least, I don't know. It's just, I hate it. I've always hated that. It's just like, it doesn't feel, it, clothes aren't organic. So why would they go away when you, why would they like mold into you unless it's part of your body? Which it isn't. It, anyway, it's a stupid nitpick, I know. But it bugs me every time I see Let's it. Let's just say the practical effects weren't all that great. No, it was like 1950 effects. He just a big puff of smoke and then he's it's standing there. there. Yeah. Um, and so this guy is 900 years old. So he's either really dumb or the shittiest vampire ever. Ever. If you're 900 years old, even by just living that long... You would have amassed an insane amount of resources and wealth. Highlander did. Well, any I mean, Connor McCloud was a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you even if you just think about it, you've lived that long. Yeah. Even if you lived menial jobs over that time, you would have amassed so Compound much wealth. Interest. So much wealth It's just unspeakable wealth that you wouldn't have to go to some random dude asking to crash, basically. Right. Hey, I see you got an extra. Because uh, he, he goes to his house, his apartment, shows him that he knows where his trapdoor is, because he has a trapdoor where he keeps like all his bonds and stuff in a safe behind a fake wall or a wall that's uh, that holds in. Uh, it's like a bookshelf slides out and it's yeah, just, it's a secret. It's room. really stupid. And why would you have that? Why would he know that? And why, why would he, he need it? And why would he? It would make more sense. If he was in the on the hunt for a familiar, right? But no, he just needs a place to crash, right? And and he's so and a new wardrobe, yeah, because he he looks like he stepped out of the 1400s with his outfit. He he looks like he stepped out of a bad seamstress version of the 1400s. It but is yeah. so fucking dumb. So and you know, like I've said in other episodes, he tells him he's a vampire. He shows him he's a vampire, and Peter's re- reactions like. Well, okay, I guess you're a vampire. I guess you're a vampire. Okay. And then he lets him eat, or eat the maid. Yeah, so he's like, uh, so they make this agreement. He's going to give him 900 years worth of stories. Uh-huh. And, he's, and uh, he can crash there, basically, when he needs to. 
but he's like, I must feed, I must go feed. So he's talk about shitting where you eat. Right. He sees the waitress is like, oh, maybe I'll dine in. Oh, yeah, so anyone going that knows that's where she works and knows the last time she was seen was headed to his house. Right. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. Come on, have you never watched Forensic Files? But it's like, it's such an obvious through line. Why would you attack his maid? Right. When you well, know someone's going to miss was, her. She was a, a dispensable, incomprehensible, you know, inconsequential character. It was just stupid. It was so dumb. For a 900-year-old vampire, he's pretty fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And so is Peter, actually. So, Well, that was the point. Peter was a shitty writer and a hack and a loser and kind of a scumbag. And uh, so he lets him kill his maid and he starts writing stuff down. And fast forward, these two... It's have, a hit. Yeah, he has a book out and it's a hit. Huge hit. And he's just, you know, over the moon. Finally, his old assistant, or... Well, first, the vampire wants his cut, remember? Oh, that's right. He the wants... vampire's like, I want my cut. Yeah, like, yeah. why is this broke? <coughs> 900-year vampire, vampire that needs money in a place to... He's homeless. Right? It's just it's so fucking... It was such a what, stupid... What, is he a musician? I mean... It's, <laughs> it's such a stupid concept. I just hated it from the very beginning. And what, what, like, couldn't he just, like, somebody, you know, look into my eyes, you will do anything? No shit! He hypnotized the... The 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 maid to just walk over and offer herself. Right. He can't do that to someone at a bank. He right. can't. It's just so stupid. It's just dumb. And and so uh, he's like, he wants his cut, and uh, Peter's like, Nah, you got. I'll let you stay here. That's that's your fucking cut. So uh, things start to get sour, and uh, Peter like lays silver all over the place. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing. I didn't know. I like any vampire incarnation I've watched. They don't want to touch silver, but they can look at it. They can see yeah. it. That's how they Even know. Even the, the Fae aren't afraid of silver. They just can't touch it. Yeah, they don't want it on them. It burns to the touch. They don't want it near. No, them. he wasn't laying cruise silver crucifixes. No. And all the vampire lore, they the vampires don't like looking at the cross. Yeah. And uh, so he goes to go after they, they have the little bitch fit. Yeah, uh, that's the count. What it was. The count goes to his coffin, and there's uh, silverware, silver, silverware lying in it. And he's like, "Get this shit out of here!" And yeah, and basically, and, and then Peter stabs him with a silver fork. Yeah, because sta- he stuck a fork in him, and 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 then he pulled back the blinds, and it was broad daylight. Right. It's like, what is he still doing up? Right? <laughs> Why is he even out? Yeah, <laughs> so he's walking around. I was like, "Get the fuck okay. out of here!" So he burns up. And and uh, he had said that the only way to kill a vampire, in truth, was um, or it, or, and there was a way to like, you know, um, if bring him back. It was to uh, have sprinkle the blood, blood on his ashes. ashes. Yeah. yeah. And sure enough, the old assistant decides to come by. And yeah, she's like, I don't know where you got your ideas from. But I'm, she wants to sue him for... Plagiarism. Plagiarism for all the other stuff she's actually helped him on. It's just sour grapes because she's successful and she wasn't part of it. Even though he, he wasn't really... He didn't have some great idea. He just transcribed what was told to him. Yeah. But Well, she, she wanted her cut, just like the vampire. Yeah. And he was like, uh, nah, get the fuck out of here. So she she's like, oh, I found your... Some utensil out uh, out in the 
uh, on the floor and it cut me and so she's wrapping it up. She's bleeding. Yeah, okay, and just before she's banging on his door, one, he tried to, after disposing, I don't know why he would put the ashes back in the coffin. Right. I would just put them in the trash. Right. You're done with Or just suit. take them out and let them blow in the wind. Exactly. What the fuck are you saying? Shake saving? the rug out. She starts baking. Baking? She starts, yeah, she starts making muffins. No, she's, uh, the ex-assistant starts banging on the door, and he's like cleaning up real quick, and he's going to answer, and he tries to close his trap door. It doesn't close all the way. She doesn't need to come in. Right. So why let her in to see that it's not closed? Right. Why even answer the door in the first place? Right. It's so stupid. He calls her in, and then she sees the wall, and he's like, oh, uh, that's uh, that's always been there. And then she sees the coffin. She's already bleeding. Right. And uh, she gets sprinkled blood in the coffin. And then she comes out. He goes in. He says, oh, before he could see anything, uh, the, the count is back. Yeah. And, and he bites and kills Peter. Peter's eaten. And... She just happens, so she sees this, and the Count's like, oh, you've seen me. Unfortunately, you have to die. You know, I can't let you see me. And she's like, she takes off her, her uh, she's wearing a cloak. She takes it off, and she's like, have these huge silver chains on and silver earrings. Mm-hmm. And, like, she knew there was a vampire there. It right. So dumb. I just mean, this is one of those... Like, I was very indifferent. It was a bad episode last week's. Yep. But this one made me mad. It was just so stupid. Just so many lame. stupid, lame things, one after another. It was just made me angry. <laughs> because if anything, back in the 80s, yes, wearing big bangly jewelry was a thing, but it would have been gold. And she's prepared. Like plastic. She's ready for, for a vampire yeah. attack. So, uh... She's got all the silver, and he turns away. He can't look at it, and he's like, "Ah, uh, you know, I can't see this." And she's like, "Let's make a deal." Yeah, fifty-fifty, man. Yeah, she says she'll cut him in, and he's like, "Oh, I think we have a we have a great deal." And he kisses her on the cheek. He's like, "It's you know." Yeah, and then she says, "I think we're uh, forming a beautiful friendship," like quoting Casablanca, because you know, woo, wink, wink, nod, nod. We're cultured. It was yeah, just, it was just dumb. I really hated this. Yeah, it was it was bad. And I like vampire stuff. Ugh. I actually like vampire stuff. But I was like, yeah, somebody read Anne Rice. Maybe they were in pre-production. You know what I mean? For interview. <laughs> since, you know, Ugh. since this is 87 and conceivably five or six years to get a movie pilot, you know, greenlit and produced was pretty much common back then. So maybe that's why they were like, well, if this isn't moving forward, I'll write this shitty little episode of <laughs> Tales from the Dark Side. That's pretty much all of them. They're just shitty. I, I really, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm still up. I'm still liking the, the grandpa one in season one. And the grandpa with one with Christian just, Slater. Yeah, that grandpa one was just uh, gross. I just, it was creepy gross, and it was actually well acted. Yeah. Oof. So well, what's going on in the world? Well, uh, February 1st, 1987, um, it was obviously a Sunday. Oh, did you know? I was looking up houses. Uh, how, guess how much a house cost? The average cost of a house in 1987. 
Like what, fifty thousand, sixty thousand? Oh no, 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 no. That'd be nineteen forty or nineteen seventy-seven, maybe. Oh, okay. But it's not much, not much. Like eighty thousand. One hundred four thousand five hundred was the average cost. Well, if that I, cost, I'd have fucking three houses. My mother bought her house in like eighty-six, eighty-seven, and paid ninety something thousand for it. That's crazy. And now it's paid for. Well, it better be. It's paid for. She's like having house hunters or house flippers bother her trying to like, you know, make money off her property. She's like, bitch, just pay for it. I ain't moving out. Yeah, I get it. Fuck that. You're living a dream if you're... Yep. You live in an all paid off house. All right. So uh, that was just some little something I thought was kind of cool. Um, for movies this week, uh, Chow Young Fat's City of Fire. Mm-hmm. Love me some Chow Young Fat. Uh, what we called personal services? I never heard of it. That doesn't ring a bell to me. Julie either. Waters, Alec McCohen, Shirley Stelfox. I don't know any of these people. Um, Mannequin. Oh, yes. Debuted that week, and that weekend also the Sylvester Stallone over the top. Oh God! The arm wrestling, st- yes. stupid ass movie. Oh, over the top. Dad. Truck over drivers top. and arm wrestling. So I turn my hat around and it's like a machine. Yeah. Arm, <laughs> arm wrestling machine. <laughs> okay, top five uh. songs in the U.S. is Cindy Lauper's "Change of Heart" at number five. Genesis, Land of Confusion. Remember Lovely. that video? Yeah. That was a, a weird video. And it was like all puppets. It was like yep. a big deal back then. Yeah. Uh, Robert Neville, C'est La Vie, uh-huh. Madonna, Open Your Heart, and Holding Hard at number one, Billy Vera at this moment, the live version. What? Yes. What did you do? <laughs> I would do. <laughs> so that is that's pretty much what's going on. Uh, this episode, uh, this Ghost Rider of the Vampire, it was awful. As, it was awful as as normal. Yeah, as per usual. All of season three has just been a shit fest. It is. I'm really curious to see what Sorry Right Number actually is. It better be good. It better It better be good. Oh, we, 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 We're going to have some things to say. I'm a, we always have things to say. That's true. This is just terrible. All right, folks. Uh, we'll see you next week. I'm not even sure what the, what the story is going to be, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for we, listening, you, you folks. You know it's going to be bad. Yeah. All right, see you next week. Shoots.